Welcome back to another episode of Stats for the People. My name and your host is Stephen LeBlanc. So this episode is going to be about Connecticut, Connecticut COVID-19 data. This will be an actually, uh, in actually, I don't think that's an actual phrase or a sentence. This will be a revisit. So I am revisiting Connecticut since I live here and the, um, talk of the new surge going on, um, the high numbers and 6.1% and well, I thought it was time I did another episode on Connecticut because the numbers are not as usual what you think they are. So let's jump right on in with the total population of Connecticut is 3 million 565,287. Total tests at this point are up from previously October 9th of 1.8 million to 2,284,896. Total cases has gone from uh, gone up to 71,207. Total deaths 4,616. Now we're going to go into the total cases by age. 0 to 9 years old, 1,944. Ages 10 through 19, 4,688. Ages 20 to 29, 11,278. Ages 30 to 39, 10,750. Ages 40 to 49, 9,832. Ages 50 to 59, 11,153 cases. Now, obviously, all of these numbers are slightly higher than they were in the last time I did this episode. Or the first episode, I should say. Now, the total deaths by age. 0 to 9 years old, one death, and again, it still has not been taken off the uh, website, uh, Connecticut Department of Health, but it was in the newspaper, and I still need to find out from the person I was speaking to where he had found the information, but they had retracted that one death. 10 to 19 years old, one death. 20 to 29 years old, four deaths. 30 to 39 years old, 22 deaths. This is where the death begins to rise. Previously, uh, 21 days ago, it was at 21 deaths, and now it's 22. Ages 40 to 49, 60 deaths. That is exactly the same as it was on October 9th. Ages 50 to 59, 191 deaths. That is plus two. That is two more than previously on October 9th. 60 to 69 years old, 570 deaths. That has gone up by 12 since, again, October 9th. Ages 70 to 79, 1,010. That also has gone up plus 22. The ages of uh, death from 80 above, 2,757. And that was a plus of 45, I believe. 
2,748 on October 9th to 2,757. So now we're going to move into the race and ethnicity part of things. Hispanics had 13,807 cases, which led to 412 deaths. American, Indian, or Alaskan Native, 77 cases, which led to two deaths. Asian, or Pacific Islander, was 994 cases, which led to 50 deaths. In the black community, 8,329 cases, leading to 674 deaths. Multiracial was 616 cases, 39 deaths. Now, here's the interesting part about the multiracial, and we're also going to go into other. I'm finding this interesting. When I was looking back at my previous notes and numbers, I'm like, these were not part of my numbers before because they weren't broken down, which is kind of bothering me that they didn't break them down. I actually made a note of that fact that it wasn't broken down. White community, 23,000, I'm sorry, other, 1,183 cases, 22 deaths. The white community, 23,943 cases, 3,373 deaths. And unknown, this is popping up lately in different states, unknown, not sure how you do these numbers, 22,000 258 cases, 44 deaths. Not quite sure how unknown can be tracked. It's very confusing to me. They're unknown. Are we going to just, just go ahead and uh, distribute them where we want? Redistribution of those cases? 44 deaths, by the way. I don't know if I said that part. But that makes no sense. Unknown. You can't figure it out. They didn't have an ID. Nothing. Nothing at all. Blood tests. Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay, good. Awesome. So... Um, I think I'm going to lead some, uh, some interesting numbers out until the very end here because they're very telling. So Fairfield County had 24,155 cases, which led to 1,436 deaths. Hartford County had 18,184 cases which led to 1,481 deaths. Litchfield County had 2,305 cases, which led to 144 deaths. Middlesex County had 2,018 cases, which led to 197 deaths. Hmm, interesting. New Haven County, 17,352 cases, which led to 1,128 deaths cases, uh, deaths rather, sorry. New London was 3,803 cases, which led to 143 deaths. Tallinn County, 1,780 cases, which led to 68 deaths. Wyndham County, 1,469 cases, 19 deaths. So Tallinn County and Wyndham County clearly are a little bit better. Now Fairfield, Hartford, and New Haven, as you can tell, they're the three highest one. They're also kind of close to New York in a way. 
Alright, before I do the summary of the numbers, which I always like to do, I've been reading and hearing in Connecticut of the surge of numbers, about how the cases have just, they're just astronomical, they just rose quickly. Okay, I'm not going to argue the point of what is considered quickly and deaths have risen, and I'm not going to argue that either. Deaths have risen, cases have risen. Now, we can do the fear-mongering, which obviously is happening, but what are the actual percentages of living, dying, surviving of all the age groups? I think that's really important, and we leave that out. I guess there's not enough time in the news or on the air to cover it. I mean, we might be, we should be more concerned about uh, how's UConn basketball doing or UConn football or the, the Red Sox, even though they're not playing right now. Uh, the Patriots, how's the NFL doing? How's the NBA doing? NBA's over, I believe, yes. Um, those are so much more important. Even the election takes precedence. But we really should put more airtime on the actual numbers. But that means if you did, you might, you just might be going against the narrative. Now, I've told you before, I am not giving these numbers to persuade the left or the right that either one's wrong. These numbers are the numbers. They're not from the left. They're not from the right. Well, I guess they could be if they're running the Department of Health. Whoever's running the Department of Health in your state, these are their numbers. In Connecticut, I'm willing to bet that it's more Democrats running it because it is a Democrat state. As I, I'm not saying that to be insane. I'm just saying if you were in Arkansas, it probably the Department of Health might be higher chance being run by Republicans. It's just kind of the way it works out. So I want to first start out with <clears throat> the cases that led to death. And I'm going to repeat these numbers a couple of times because as I go through the list, as I often do. But before I hit this, the normal summary, cases that led to death on October 9th, 21.6 of the cases led to death. And now in October 30th, it's 20.1. So actually, with even with the surge, it's gone down from 21.6 to 20.1. Now we look at testing, cases to testing. How many tests have led to cases? You know, we, we have more tests, we have more cases, we have more deaths. So is it getting better or worse? And this is when it bothered me with the whole six point, I think it was six point one, and then another one's at four point one, highest. And then I realized if you, it, the caption's misleading because if you read the article, it was kind of like one day. But anyways, on October 9th, three point three percent of the tests led to positive cases. As of October thirtieth. It's gone down to 3.1% of the tests led to cases. So here we have again the same old thing. We just are just, it's a narrative. And um, it's it's really, I want to say sickening actually. Because some people might think, say that I'm making uh, um, people who die lives, people whose 
lives have been lost, insignificant. No, what makes me mad and angry is that there are people who are not pointing the fact out that things are actually getting better by percentage. Yeah, we want less people to be dying on an overall number. Again, if you're having more tests and more positive cases and the numbers are not changing, that's not a good thing. But if you're having more tests and less people coming up positive, that's a good thing. But we don't want to put that out there. So it went down by 0.2. Is it a huge jump? No. But I'm pretty sure most people would say any direction going downwards in this particular case is a good thing. Now we get to over 60 deaths. So on October 9th, 93.9% of the total deaths, and at that point, I believe it was 4530, uh, meaning 4530, excuse me, 93.9% were over 60. Now we fast forward to today, October 30th, and it's at 93.7. So even with the surge, the numbers are slightly going down. I know you're saying, well, Steve, check it back in a week. Maybe it'll go up. Maybe, but I'm kind of thinking it won't. So, all right. So that's what I wanted to point out on on that aspect of things, how the 21, it's gone down, cases leading to death. It's gone down, test to cases, um, cases to test, however you want to say it. And over 60 deaths, uh, that went down a little bit. So we're making headway. This is a good thing. Can we, I hate to say celebrate, but can we be happy about this? Can we be happy that we're making a a, a positive step in the right direction? All right, let's go to the summary numbers. You know, I was looking at at, uh, my clock here. I have a little timer. Not that I'm going to stick to it all the time, but last time when I did Connecticut, I think I was like over 30 minutes, 47 minutes. I don't know what it was because I rambled on like I'm doing now. All right, summary numbers that we do at the end here. 6.4. 6.4. Now, remember, I, these numbers are important. 6.4% of total cases led to death. So that means 60, I'm sorry, 6.4% of all the positive cases of that, 6.4 led to death. 93.6% of total cases did not lead to death or ha, or have not led to death until... What the net, whatever the next numbers that come out are. 3.1% of tests led to positive cases. That's what we talked about earlier. It went from 3.3 on October 9th down to 3.1, which means 96.9% of the tests have not to this point led to deaths, uh, to cases. But that's a good thing. So nearly 97% of tests are basically negative at, the, at this point in time. of total deaths were 16 above. We talked about that. 6.1% of total deaths were under 60. So 6.1% of total deaths were under 60. I thought that was a different number, and I'm going to have to relook at that. I'm right. 20% 20% of cases over 60 led to death. We talked about that earlier. It was like it was really 20.1, sorry, but I put 20%. Uh, 80% of cases over 60 did not. 
for 80% did all right. How about that, huh? And here's a, a, a really important one if you have kids. I have kids, so 0.005%. Yeah, that's what I did say that. 0.005% of cases under 60 led to death, which means 99.4% of cases under 60 did not lead to death. So let's do this again now. 99.4% of cases under 60 did not lead to death. Hmm. Pattern, trend, here we go again. Same old, same old. We know where the problems are. When I say problems, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, we know where the issues are. We we know where to isolate it. We know how to take it a problem. We can actually open up a community. Amazing, isn't it? You can't have 10 cases and so, shudden, uh, suddenly, uh, suddenly shut down. So... In this episode, I've done something slightly different I've added to this, other than obviously going over previous numbers, is I wanted to really talk about the senior citizen part of things. So I want to talk about each group specifically. So 60 to 69 years old had a 6.7% chance of dying. That's that's sad. 93.3% have a chance of surviving. That's a good thing. 70 to 79 years old had an 18.8% chance of dying from COVID. And an 81.2% chance of surviving. Still good odds. 80 plus. Now, on the surface of things, you would think an 80-year-old would probably have an 80% chance of dying the way you would hear from the news. And no percent chance is a good chance, but we know it happens. 35.8%, 35.8% chance of dying. And a 64.2% chance of surviving. I think that's still good odds. And you got to remember what I, you know, I apologize, but I don't know the life expectancy as I once did. Um, I'm, I'm trying to look it up now. You could probably hear my uh, clicking. I'm going on the computer now. So, yeah, just tell you exactly what I'm doing. Um, I don't have a producer or anything like that that I can look to or somebody to the side and go, hey, can you? Um, so here we go. Well, okay, I'm looking at you, not UN, but that's pretty close to what I thought it was. I thought it was 75. This says 73, but let's say 75. Life expectancy is what, 75 years old? Please email me if I'm way off, but uh, 75 years old. So if you're 80 and above, you're actually above the life expectancy. Not that that means you should die. I'm just saying. So the fact that you can be in 60 to 69 and have a nearly a 94% chance of surviving COVID-19 that's supposed to, if you listen to news, kill everybody in sight. We need to stop listening to the fear mongering. It, it, we have to stop. Because all they're doing is just exactly what I said, fear mongering. The numbers are there to find. And I know they're a little difficult too because you have to break them down by percentages then divide them, multiply them. You know what I mean? I, I'm getting... 
to a point where I ramble on, but yes, they're there. I was talking to someone today. It was kind of funny. I'm laughing a little bit. It says, the numbers are there for people to see. Yes, they're there, but then they're not there. So they're there, but then there are certain numbers you have to literally break down, calculate against, and then come up. Wish it was more transparent. But it takes me on average, if someone was watching me today do the numbers, um, it, it takes me about an hour at least just to do break down numbers, just to do one podcast. It's usually, what, 15 to 20 minutes. I'm going a little over 20 at the moment, but it takes a while to break down these numbers because you got to calculate them all out against the other. We are going to be well. We do not have to have a dark winter. Yeah, I caught that from uh, uh, Biden there. I'm just, listen, I'm not a fan of big Donald Trump there with his uh, too cavalier of an attitude. I get what he's going for, but it's a little too cavalier. One is like, hey, we could beat anything, anytime, forever, and this is no big deal. Well, in a way, it is a big deal. In a way, percentage-wise, it's not as big deals we're led to believe. You know what? Let's think about this. I'm going off track, but not really. We talk about cancer and stuff like that. And, uh, well, who's dying of cancer? Who's dying of AIDS? 80,000 flu deaths a year, which that is accurate, by the way. I don't say, why is this a pandemic? How come 60 million of swine flu nobody cared? Well, again, politics. Everything's politics. We have to know this. But I believe cancer. It was at a rate of, trying to remember, give me a second here. 158, something like that, per 100,000. Anyways, it broke down to, uh, I had had done the math, 474,000 people will die of cancer. Not in total, I mean a year. Not like in, like, forever, I mean a year. So each year, 475,000, or roughly thereof. That's a lot. That is a lot. Now, some cancers they're saying are going to go down um, as time goes on, which is weird because I was reading an article, it's going to go down, but yet it's going to go up. Make up your mind. And that was from the CDC. It was uh, 575,000 per year or something like that. And it was going to grow to over 600,000 in 2020. Uh, But yet it was going to go down by percentages, the rates will drop. I, I have to figure out how that math actually works, CDC, but I'm, all the cancers are going to go down percentage-wise, but people are going to die at a higher rate. I don't I'll have to look at how that works out. But so we got, what, 400, like I said, 74,000 people die of cancer each year, roughly thereof, give or take a few. Um, and we have far too many deaths this year, COVID-19. But we haven't solved COVID-19. And let's talk about Dr. Fauci for a moment. I guess I'm going to get slightly political. I'm at 23 minutes here, folks. So I was just clicking on that to make sure I didn't go too long. I'm trying not to. Let's talk about Dr. Fauci briefly. I personally am kind of sick and tired of him. Um, I need him to be more of a scientist and not a guy who wants to be on Vanity Fair or whatever other magazine. Um, I made a joke today. It says, I need you to go do science stuff because that's what this world needs. So now he's in charge of the, the NIH, the National Institute of Health. And please remember, this is the same gentleman 
Um, I don't know what his politics are. I really don't care, to be honest with you, if he's left or right. doesn't matter. All I know is we had swine flu that they couldn't get under control. It kind of it kind of dissipated itself. He failed. Um, he was in charge with AIDS, and, and he failed. Remember that vaccine we were supposed to get? It, it hasn't happened. Uh, therapeutics. Um, so I, I don't know why suddenly we trust this gentleman. So I'm just, it doesn't work for me. Um, his, he's, he's been wrong. Um, and I don't mind people being wrong, but the, to never admit that you're wrong is kind of a, not a cool thing. All right. I'm going to stop talking. I've wanted this to stay at, at 15 to 20. I obviously went past that maybe because I had to compare numbers, but at the end of the day, let's realize Connecticut percentage wise, you are better than you were. You are healing faster than you did before. You are dying at a less number than before, percentage-wise. And let's remember where the deaths are. And you know what? I, where was the one I wrote down? Oh, yeah. Here it is. I'm sorry. I wrote this down. And the last number I could find was October 1st of deaths in the long care facilities and so forth. And uh, that's 29 days ago. Was 3,259. So keep that in mind. Out of the 4,616 deaths, 3,259 were in long-term care. Which uh, includes assisted living and so forth. Connecticut, you don't have to be shut down the way you are. Connecticut, you have been wholly, or rather, on a large degree, misled. People are dying. People die. But people are surviving. People live. People overcome this. And not only that, people are not positive at a high rate. More people every year get colds. More than COVID-19. People get flus more than they get COVID-19. People die of cancer more than they do of COVID-19. We were blindsided as a public by COVID-19. I say public because there are those who are private, not just Donald Trump. But there are many people who knew and allowed it to happen. So we the people need to remain we the people. And unite every one of us against the deception. God bless be safe, tip your hat, smile, and wish somebody a beautiful day. Thank you, and good night.